So prophets were chosen by God to a specific reason and purpose. Prophesying the things for the future or to make the prophecies known so people can believe in God's fulfillment when it comes in reality. No, David himself committed sins. No? And then, ganun naman yung pattern eh. Magkakaroon ng covenant, magpapromise si God. Accept natin. And then we will falter along the way. And God will renew again and again His love and mercy for us. We've been doing this since the time of Adam. God has been trying over and over and over again to dwell with His people. And I think that's what the covenants are about. I started seeing the apostles, the followers of Jesus, in an even bigger light. Because they were not just following this Jesus. They were actually, by following Jesus, they were willing to let go of everything. Guys, guys, okay, so I got an earful from my mother yesterday because that was the day the episode where we busted out the popcorn aired. Oh my gosh, you guys look so concerned. That is adorable. It's okay. <laughs> no, but she was just like... That sounded um, so bad, like an earful. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you know, she wasn't happy about something and I was just a little surprised that it came from her, I suppose, or maybe not, but she was basically like, Sam, you cannot be eating while you are talking about the word of God. That is very disrespectful. I know, I mean, she Sam, didn't that's... quite. Sam, what what a bad influence you are. I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm really no, and I I bring it up like laughing and stuff, but I really wanted to apologize. React? Um, I read it and I was like, oh, okay. I I told her like, oh, okay. I I got it, got it. I'm you know won't do it again. But I I also just wanted to apologize to Insta Abby, um, to our audience. If anyone was offended by that, I'm very sorry. I didn't I didn't mean to disrespect our oh, conversations of Okay, Jeremiah sit down. Okay, <laughs> I you know, I didn't mean to do that and so I just really wanted to say sorry and also to, you know, my mom who I think was obviously unhappy. But Auntie, we love you. Auntie, um, we love you. Oh, Auntie. you guys, you guys should say hi to her in Korean. She'd get such a kick out of it. But <laughs> I know, yeah. What's her name? You know what? Um, well, I mean, in Korean culture, like you don't call your elders by their first name, but I'll tell you what to say in a bit. But okay. Insta Abby, I mean, just to clarify, like, kunwari, kung you're talking about the word, is it ano, disrespectful to eat? Mas maganda na hindi talaga kumakain if we are talking about the word of God. Kasi manner siya and etiquette, pero... If ever man, uh, parang casual talk lang and kwentuhan, yeah. it's okay. Mm-hmm, no one will mm-hmm. judge. Apo. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, you know, I just wanted to clarify that because uh, I, I don't want anyone to get that impression that we are being disrespectful while yeah, we're talking yeah, about yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, yes, please say hi to my mom. In Korean, you can say sangmi omma because, you know, I'm sangmi and she's my mom. Sangmiyoma, annyeonghaseyo. Sangmiyoma, no she? Sangmiyoma she? No, no, Sangmiyoma and siyong, ano? Sangmiyoma. Annyeonghaseyo. Annyeonghaseyo. Sangmiyoma. Sangmiyoma. Oh my gosh! Guys, she's gonna be so happy. Auntie, I love you. Alright, welcome everyone to the Narrow Door Podcast. My name is Sam O, and um, our friends are here, of course, Insta Abby Sagid from New Heaven and New Earth Shinshiji Church of Jesus Brother J. Paul Hernandez is lay preacher at the feast. Burns Okaasi is creator and host of Unboxing Catholicism. And Tina is not here because she finally jumped on the vaccine train. And she is not feeling well. What's so fascinating to me about this is we got the same shot. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm done with mine. With exactly and... the same needle, ganun? Yes, exactly Brother the same J. Paul. Gosh. Okay, so Brother J. Paul posted an IG story today and he was asking people, how can I annoy Sam more on the Narrador podcast? And <laughs> it seems like you've gotten some great tips because we're yep, not even yep. like 10 minutes into the show and you're doing a stellar job, Brother J. 
Fast learner pala si J. Paul. Eh. But, what did they, but what did they say? What kind of suggestions did they have for you? Uh, well, uh, that, may nagsabi, I think it was commenting on your post. May nagpost mo na. <laughs> uh, when, when favorite Umiyok nila pag kinatawag mo na ako. Don't pretend it's an Nenerbis ako ba? Baka baka katayin ako. Baka Squid Games eh. I started watching na Squid Games. Oh my god. Dito pa natapos yung episode 1. You need to stop saying Squid Games because you're really saying it like someone who hasn't been watching it. It's Squid Game. Oh. It's like if someone said Games of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. Para kunya sa business namin. Uh, pwede po ba logistic? Huh? Isa lang? Kasi isang kumpanya lang kami. Hindi logistics talaga kahit sa military. Anyway. <laughs> What a difference pag, one letter makes. Yeah, diba? parang pag, pag may tao sa feast at new attendee, may nakilala si Viv, sabi lang, Hi po, sis Vivs. Viv, di ba tao ka lang? May ibang version ka ba? So, <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah. The favorite of people sa pag-annoy ko kay Sam is, Brother Jay, just bring her, bring back Sam's love life. That will surely annoy her and then make My... sure it leads to tawagin kanyang Jeremiah. So, para tawagin ka lang katang single, single, single hanggang i-Jeremiah mo ko. But wala pa nga doon, Jeremiah niya na ako. So, kudos to all of us and my friends. Okay. May I remind you, if you're gonna tease me about that, you're gonna be offending three people at the same time, okay? Because we're all single here. No, si okay? Insta Abby married to God na eh. <laughs> Di ba kaya ano? Ay, de joke lang. Speaking of... Wala. No, speaking of, so like, there's Habi, someone on our Facebook, we do have a Facebook page, by the way, the Narendor Podcast. Habi. Someone was saying, because I posted a picture of you and I, Brother Jay, and someone said sample, right? Which then leaves us <laughs> Tina and Burns. And I was like, what would be their nickname? Love in the time of TB. Yeah. But they're not, a, they're not an item today because Tina's not here. <laughs> wow. Okay. That was quite the intro. Okay. So... Um, welcome to today's episode. We are doing a series called Road to Revelation. We have been talking about the covenants of God and his chosen people. And this is not quite done yet, Insta Abby, no? Yes. Uh-uh. So we've done Adam, Noah, Abraham, Moses. Yes. Mm-hmm. Where do we go now from here? Old Testament prophets. Old Testament prophets. Mm. Okay. Isa isa. Right. No. So okay. Okay. The major prophets. Uh-oh, I was getting my heart prepared. Kung yung kay David, Nathan, and all, hindi na. Parang in general right. na lang lahat. I'm excited because I'm prophets. named after the saddest prophet ever. Jeremiah. Jeremiah. <laughs> Sad boy prophet. So wrote the book yeah. Lamentations. And yeah. hindi, hindi kasi agad masagot kasi there are also prophets na wala That's siyang mention. Yes. Pero yes. na mention in the book of yeah. Psalms. No yes. way! Yes, oh. at isa yun sa natin mamaya. Si Prophet Asaph. So nasa oh, Psalms siya. Okay. Pero wala siyang own book. Si Sam? Ay hindi, may Samuel pala. Joke lang. Uh, na ano wala ko sa Bible <laughs> sa nag-mind na nag-mind fog ako for like one second <laughs> si Bernard kaya si Bernard din wala sa Bible si Bernard wala wala uh, pero, pero may John, St. Bernard uh, may, ay pero, may, pero yeah, John ma- ka naman ma- malaking eh, aso yun eh yes oo uh-huh. okay na ako dun sa John <laughs> um, okay alright so we're sliding into the prophets today Old Testament prophets and uh, We're still, okay, talking about covenants. Insta Abby, please, go ahead. Okay. First thing, I want to greet Happy New Year. Kasi I'm wearing... Paul ka doon sa Di ba pwedeng Halloween muna? Pinabahan no. ako. Kasi kakaselebrate kaka- na ng Jews ng New Year. It's their 5,782 second year ng calendar wow. nila. Yeah. Wow. Kaya happy new year. Kaya happy new year. Sakto <laughs> ang ano, sakto si Insta Abby. Hudyo na siya eh. Bumaliktad yung religion. <laughs> I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure we are we are the first to greet our listeners a happy new year. Yes. So there's yep. that. Yeah. yeah. And to our Doritos, meron na ba tayong hawak dyan na Bible? <laughs> Siyempre, dapat meron tayong ano. Oh, si Sampo wala. Alimutan. Medyo ko lang. Ang wala nga. Oh. 
Ang daya. Joke lang. Ako na yung balaan. Pwede, okay. pwede, pwede. Notebook. Wala akong notebook. Paper? Pen. <laughs> yung notebook na binigay ni Burns. Naiwan ko. Okay lang. Pero meron ako isang notebook dito. Misa talaga ganun. Misa talaga ganun, Abby. Insta Abby. Ano binibigay sa'yo at iniiwan mo. Ah, uh, makahugo tayo. <laughs> Okay, God's Covenant through the Old Testament prophets. So, short review from our last episode. When God delivered His people out from Egypt, He gave the covenant to Moses. At sinabi doon specifically, Now, if you obey me fully and keep my covenant, then out of all nations, you will be my treasured possession. Although the whole earth is mine, you will be for me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. Nakikita natin to in Exodus chapter 19 verses 5 and 6. So kung maaalala natin, 12 spies were sent and explored Canaan for 40 days. And when they came back at nireport nila yung lahat ng nakita nila, though the land was rich, pero imposible na masakop nila ito. Bakit? They were afraid. Dahil ang mga tao dito ay napaka-powerful and are of great size. So only Joshua and Caleb among the 12 ang naniwala na ito ay magiging posible. Kaya naman, ito nangyari, ang mga Israelita, when they heard about the news, they grumbled against Moses and Aaron. Wanted to go back to Egypt. Nakakalungkot. Bakit? Kasi after ng lahat ng nakita nila ng miracles, lahat ng ginawa sa kanila ng ating Diyos, ganito yung kanilang sinabi. And I remembered what God said to Moses. How long will these people treat me with contempt? How long will they refuse to believe in me in spite of all the miraculous signs I have performed among them? Makikita natin to in Numbers chapter 14. That is the reason why it took 40 years bago nila makonquer ang Canaan. In Numbers chapter 14 verse 34, God said, 40 years. For 40 years, one year for each of the 40 days you explore the land, you will suffer for your sins and know what it's like to have me against you. So ibig sabihin, yung 40 days naging 40 years kasi yung isang araw ginawang isang taon ng Diyos. And later on, we can see that only Joshua and Caleb who left Egypt entered Canaan along with the rest who were born in the journey. The reason that those who originally came out from Egypt didn't enter Canaan is that they were stubborn, unbelieving, and disobedient. And we can read in Hebrews chapter 3, verse 19, they were not able to enter Canaan because of their unbelief. Maraming pwede maging reasons, pero yun yung pinunto doon. Hindi sila naniwala. Even to enter Canaan, for them it was impossible. Mas mabuti pang bumalik na lang sa Egypt. Kaya naman, eto, as they enter Canaan, they renewed their covenant with God kasi nga namatay yung mga, mga tao. And the second generation na lang sa pangunguna ni Joshua and Caleb yung Joshua. nakapasok. Yes. So eto na nga, hinati yung lupain into 12. And when Joshua and his generation died, so did the Israelites' knowledge of God. Judges chapter 2 verse 10. Because they began worshiping other gods, so the Lord handed them over to their enemies and used the surrounding nations to test them, seeing whether they would walk in His ways as their ancestors did. Kaya dito na pumasok yung judges. Dumating ang era or generation ng mga hukom. The Lord said na in Judges chapter 2 verse 16, Then the Lord raised up judges who saved them out of the hands of these raiders. So nagtayo ang Diyos ng mga hukom para protectionan sila, para mapanatiling payapa sa loob ng lupain. Pero dito wala sila pang hari. But every time a judge... Harry? Did you say Harry? I King. 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 Sorry. Wala pa silang king. Hey, grabe yan si Sammy. Hiritan grabe. din natin mamaya Insta Abby. I'm Harry. sorry. Harry. It was okay. right there. My bad. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, hindi ko naisip yun. Ba't ka ganyan, Sam? Uh-oh. Jeremiah. Behave na lang silang dalawa eh. Behave na sila eh. 
Yan. But every time a judge died, Israel went astray again, returning to sinful practices and idolatry. Without exaggeration, I can say it was a constant cycle of sin and deliver- deliverance. Kasi tuwing mamamatay yung judges, yan. Nagkakabulo na naman commercial. sila. Yes. Chika ko lang kay, kay hmm. Sabirito sa kay Sam. Si Samson hmm. judge siya eh. Yes. One of the judges and mm. Deborah, yun yung mga kilala. Mm-hmm. Etud, yeah. Otniel, okay. So Israel rebels. Otniel. Nagugulo lang yan si Katniel. Burns. Okay, pray over mamaya, ha? <laughs> Katniel, saan ang galing? Anyway, Insta Abby, I'm sorry for that. Ayun. So kapag ang mga Israelites nagrebelde, God will discipline them. Kapag naman sila nagrepent, then God will deliver them. So, ganun yung naging cycle. At dumating na nga yung panahon na they ask for a king. Okay, king na yung ginamit ko. <laughs> In 1 Samuel chapter 8, verse 7, actually, itong paghingi nila ng king, ang, na, ang sinabi ng Diyos, they rejected him as their king. God warned them about having a king, but they refused to listen. And they said, we want a king to rule over us. Then we will be like all other nations with a king to lead us and to go Sakit out nun. before us and fight our battles. Masakit? Yeah. True. Sakit para kay God. Siya yung Ito, king eh. Siya yung king. Andiyan na, yes. iba pa rin pinili mo. Grabe. Ang sakit nun. Yeah. Ang mo na yung brother Jay. Hindi eh. Hindi nangyari sa akin. Hindi <laughs> nangyari. <laughs> <laughs> Oo. In the first place, right, Brother Burns, they already had a king, which is God, yep. but they don't want to be different from other lands. They were meant to be different. They shouldn't be like the rest of the people of the whole world kasi sila yung pinili ng Diyos. But they still insist. At ang unang hari or first king of Israel was Saul. Oh. But later on, he disobeyed God and he was yeah. rejected by God as a king because of his disobedience. At sinong sumunod? David. David! Yes, David was the next king of Israel after Saul died. At maraming story doon, ang drama. Naging hari si David. Diba, insta-abi ang funny pa dyan. Naging hari na si David. Hindi aware si Saul. <laughs> yes, hindi siya aware. No, kasi Samuel. Kasi siyang kawalay. Oh, kasi the moment na hindi sumunod si si Saul, kinausap na ng Diyos si Samuel para humanap na ng si Saul. Anoint. Yes. Parang kinudeta niya. Parang ganun. And what is interesting, Janet, naalala ko lang din, Um, Samuel was afraid na kapag nalaman yon ni Saul, maaari siyang patayin. Mm. Diba? And he attempted to kill David mm. many times. Yes, many times. Pero hindi yun nangyari. Pero even si, nung si David may pagkakataon para patayin si Saul, hindi naman niya yun ginawa. Hindi rin niya pinatay. Yes. So yun, ang daming ganap dun sa time ni David. Dramatic Pero, guys, uh, drama. G-drama. Eto pa, King, best King drama! King drama! King drama! God is king. Yun ang legit na squid it. game. Galing. <laughs> galing, galing. Very good, yes. Sam. <laughs> At yung best friend pa ni David, si... And Jonathan. Jonathan. Si Jonathan, na anak ni Saul. <gasps> the plot thickens. Mm. Oh my. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, dapat siya yung tagapagmana, no? Yeah, mm-hmm. binigay niya. Ah, ooh. Ang niya. I'm gonna name my son Jonathan. Oh. Yes! Planning very many names already. Mag-girlfriend ka muna pa. Yes, bro. Uh, hanap ko muna ng asawa. Girlfriend anyway, muna. going back. Going back. Girlfriend muna bago asawa. Tapos, yeah. yeah Kasi mo yan, bro. Oh, narating tayo dyan. Narating tayo dyan. Binuksan mo, sinarado ni Abby. Yes. Very good. So, after David, David made his son Solomon as the next king of Israel. He started right, but he became corrupt. In 1 Kings chapter 11, it shows that in the end, the Israelites were eventually uh, break the covenant again. And in verse 10, sinabi doon, although God had forbidden Solomon to follow other gods, Solomon did not keep the Lord's command. At yung pagahari ni King Solomon ended disastrously because he began to oppress the people of God. Nagkaroon siya ng maraming kasawa. Ilan? Ramchika babes. 
So, we don't have much time para isa-isahin lahat ng yon. But I believe na lahat tayo alam natin yung mga prophecies na yon. Pero may ilang bagay Or, na... Or aralin nila. If yeah. hindi nyo pa alam, mm-hmm. aralin nyo na. Pwede. And we can check our Bible and read it all over again para makita natin na lahat ng nandun sa lumang tipan, si Jesus talaga yung nakatago doon. Pero may ilang bagay na gusto kong i-emphasize mula sa mga prophecies na binigay ng Diyos sa kanyang mga lingkod ng mga propeta para sa pagdating ng Messiah. In Psalms chapter 78, verse 2, according to the promise, He will speak in parables. In Jeremiah chapter 31, meron ditong three verses na titignan natin even sa next episode natin. First, in verse 22. Sinabi doon, the Lord will the Lord will create a new thing or a new work on earth. A woman will surround a man. Verse 27, the days are coming declares the Lord when I will plant in the house of Israel and the house of Judah with the offspring or seed of men and seed of animals. And last in verse 31, Jeremiah 31 verse 31. The time is coming, declares the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. Kaya kapag sinabi sa scriptures, the time is coming, days are coming, time will come, ibig sabihin, God is speaking about the future. Sa so makatawid, it's a prophecy. So in Jeremiah 31, again, first, merong new work or new thing. At ano yung new work doon? A woman will surround or will embrace Amen. Papaano ito naging new work or new thing? What is something new about it? Pangalawa, planting two kinds of seed. Who will plant the two kinds of seed? What are these two kinds of seed? When it will be planted and where? So kailan natin yan malalaman kapag nagkaroon ito ng fulfillment? Kasi prophecy ito. And third, the new covenant. So what is this new covenant? Why there's a need for a new covenant? When? How and who established the new covenant? So kung titignan natin from Isaiah to Malachi, we can see here the prophecies given by God to the prophets. And also, makikita rin naman natin dun, mula dun sa Torah or sa Pentateuch na isinulat ni Moses from Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. Sa mga events na naandoon, makikita natin na napakarami ding propesya pertaining sa Panginoong Yesus ang nakatago doon. Pero yun nga, sa susunod nating episode, papaano kaya ang lahat ng ito nagkaroon ng katuparan? So briefly, uh, binalikan lang natin simula dun kay Moses at dumating yung time ng judges, pagpasok nila ng, ng kinaan, then dumating yung kings, era of the kings, and then dumating yung era of the prophets. At para saan yun? Sa promise ng ating Diyos na magpapadala siya ng Savior. Good stuff. Yes, good stuff. I really appreciate, I feel like this series, it's like a series within a series now because we've been going through the covenants and there are many in the Bible. And what I appreciate about this part of our conversations is how, for me, it really gives me a structure to the Bible. It's like, the overview of what God has been doing and how the, that relationship has been with yeah. the chosen people. Like, I think prior to all this, in my head, it's like there are all these characters, there are all these events, and they're all kind of swimming around. But these things really... I swimming. Flying or swimming? I'm not sure. I'm a penguin. <laughs> The way penguins ganyan mag-swim. Anyway. But yeah, like it it really helped me kind of line all my ducks in a row. It feels like <laughs> since we're in the animal kingdom now thanks to Brother Jay. <laughs> so I really appreciate that about this covenant's conversation. Yay! And I What just about gal- you guys? Galing ni Insta Abby. Just wanna oh. honor her for how do you say that in like 10 minutes? That too. Minutes. Yeah. 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 Sure. Ako just to uh, reinforce what Insta Abby has shared earlier, no. Uh, because as I've told you, Sam and Jay Paul, in the very beginning, even Insta Abby, we really have a lot of things in common when it comes to covenant conversation. 
So, this is more of sharing perspectives. Ako, gusto ko lang siguro na for those who are first-time listeners dito sa episode na to, I want to give, uh, to emphasize that there is a structure to this covenants, no? In fact, pinag-usapan natin yan. Palaki ng palaki siya. At the bottom line is God's family, no? So, that's really what God wants to form among His people. So, again, no? In Genesis 1 to 3, we have seen the covenant with Adam. In no in Genesis 9 we saw the covenant with Noah, Genesis 15:17 and 22 we saw the three promises of God, you know, to to Abraham and then we discussed Exodus 24 yung kay Moses. Babalikan natin yan in the next episode. Siguro ang gusto ko lang idagdag doon sa sinabi ni Insta Abi is the importance also of the covenant of God specifically to David. You know? Kasi pag pumunta na tayo doon sa new covenant, 'di ba pagka Mapapansin natin yan, when we use when we read the New Testament Jesus would keep on saying and repeating the kingdom of God is at hand. Alala niyo yun guys, no? So parang ang a question there is ano ba yung itsura ng kingdom na yan? How does that kingdom look like and where, when it will ha- when will it happen? And it's actually part of God's covenant with David. No? So where are we going to look for where are we going to find that covenant? It's there in the Bible also in 2 Samuel Chapter 7, verses 8 to 16. And I'll just read it quickly, hopefully. Second uh, Samuel 7, 8 to 16. So here, no, makikita natin na may promises dito si God. Kasi nga, sabi ni Insta Abi, diba? God starts with promises. And that's how God promised to David something that will find fulfillment in Jesus. Remember, in the past episode, I told you, God gave three promises to Abraham, but he didn't see everything. He saw one fulfillment with Moses. He saw we will see, no hindi nakita ni, ni Abraham, no, but we will see one fulfillment in David and another fulfillment in Jesus. Now, God renews that same covenant with David in 2 Samuel 7, 8 to 16. What happened here? Sabi ni Lord, now therefore thus you shall say to my servant David, thus says the Lord of hosts, I took you from the pasture. Kasi di ba anong Tagalog ng pasture? Di ba yun yung ginagawa ni, ni David? Okay. Ay, yeah, no. oh, nag- no. Shepherd what? Land. Shepherd Land, ayun, something like that, no? Anyway, and then sabi dito from Pastilan. following the sheep, okay? Pastulan, and sheep. Actually. Basta sa may damo-damo. Oh, there. Yeah. Oh. oh, yeah, yeah. So doon galing si David along with the friendships, no? So fa- following the sheep that you should be prince over my people, Israel, and I have been with and I have been with you wherever you went and had cut off all your enemies from before you. And I will make for you. This is very important again. I mean, I'm always amazed when we read the Bible, yung mga details, I will make for you a great name. No? Di ba, Insta-Abi, yung mga ganyang details, important yan. Yung great name kasi it denotes dynasty, guys. No? So, ibig sabihin, God is telling David, magkakaroon ka ng dynasty. And the name, like the name of the great ones of the earth. Verse 10 na tayo. And I will appoint a place for my people, Israel, and I will plant them that they may dwell in their own place and be disturbed no more, and violent men shall afflict them no more, etc., etc. And then here, moreover, the Lord declares to you, David, that the Lord will make you a house. So kanina may name, merong house. In the Bible, when you read the, the word house, it means a family, a dynasty, a kingdom. So meron na namang nire-renew na promise si Lord, no? When your days are fulfilled and you lie down with your fathers, meaning pagpatay na si David, I will raise up your offspring, yung anak ni David, after you, who shall come forth from your body, and I will establish his kingdom. So, ito yung exciting dyan. He shall build a house for my name, and I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. Sabihin, walang katapusan yung kingdom na susunod sa Davidic kingdom. And ito na yung parang prelude na sa susunod natin episode. No? And this is beautiful, guys. Verse 14. I will be his father and he shall be my son. Okay? And then, continue, continue pa natin. No? Parang, it's like, the Lord is telling us, I will give you a kingdom, and you will be my people, and I will be your father. No? So, again, if you were going to read the scriptures, it's so beautiful how God wants to father his people, and palaki ng palaki yung pamilya na ginagawa niya. From one couple kay Adam, nagkaroon ng holy fa- ng family, ng tribe, ng nation, ngayon kingdom na. And then, doon na papasok, no, yung sinabi ni Insta Abi kanina, that even with that, no, David himself committed sins. No? And then, ganun naman yung pattern eh. Magkakaroon ng covenant, magpa-promise si God. A-accept natin. And then we will falter along the way. 
And God will renew again and again His love and mercy for us. Siguro later I could share more because God is also telling us very interestingly that there are seven characteristics of God's kingdom as we saw in the Old Testament. And then there are three minor characteristics that will make so much sense once we start unboxing the first and the next episode. But I'll turn over things first to Jay Paul to share for him to share his insights on this. Maybe we should uh, look for a toy to pass pag ikaw na. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, of course, very beautiful. And, you know, uh, for as we've been saying in the whole more than a year we've been together, a lot of things in the Christian world are very similar. It becomes entangled in the details. But uh, I want to I wanna share some, like, insight that I've been realizing re- lately, reflection on, on what we're discussing, at least in the Old Testament coming to the New. Uh, I used to, medyo, I was a bit anti-Semitic, siguro because of, you know, you guys killed Jesus. Yung ganun, yung parang, <laughs> dapat kayong majudge. Yung ganun, medyo mataas yung justice ko towards the Jews. Um, And that was my heart for a long time in my life. So, pinatay niya, Diyos ko eh. Parang ganun yung, ano ko, yung kahugutan ko sa buhay. And, of course, I've read, I've read the Bible, read, the, uh, I mean, I've understood the Old Testament and stuff. But now, as we're studying, as I'm personally studying, uh, my, I'm taking my master's and we're going through sacred scripture and yung nga, bumabagsak-bagsak ako ng quizzes sa sacred scripture. Pangapasang awa, guys. So, anyway, <laughs> Um, you know, it made me realize this this concept, this this parang arc that our professor made us see. Na it was a heart of mercy towards the Jews. Of course, they may mali pa din, pero para at least understand where they were coming from. It started from Solomon. Na talagang sa heart nila downfall talaga si King Solomon. Eh. Talagang from there, it was all downward spiral. And what happened, di ba, yung, uh, they were conquered over and over again. And imagine the f- feeling na, kasi di ba sa Jews, they knew that God, God the Father, was in the temple. Tapos nung sinira yung temple, and then skinatter sila ng Babylon all throughout the empire. Lalo na yung mga special people. So you, they felt that they were so af- far from God, yung mga ganyan. So, so talagang, nag doon na sila nagkaroon ng mixed religions, mixed faith, nagkagulo-gulo na from until nga dumating kay Jesus. And then our our professor was telling us, yes, mali yung Jews, pero understand their point of view. The last time they opened their naging open-minded sila. <laughs> na tegi-tegi, yung alam mo yun, nagka-leche-leche buhay nila. If that's what, you know, para What do you mean? Kasi nga, they were exiled, they were conquered, they were this, ganito, puro ang sama-sama. So, it was hard for them to believe in something like a Messiah again. They, they could not believe. Kasi nga, how can it be better than David? Parang, yun na kasi yung greatness nila eh. So, because of all their suffering, they have forgotten the glory of possibilities. Ganyan. So, parang o nga, no? kailangan, dun ako nagkaroon ng heart of mercy towards them, the, the Jews, na Ayo nga no parang gets more than where they're coming from. And then that's when I started seeing the apostles, the followers of Jesus in an even bigger light. Kasi they were not just following this Jesus. They were actually by following Jesus, they were willing to let go of everything. Ganun ka importante si Jesus kasi nga takot na yung juice for something like that eh. And following Jesus meant excommunication from their family. So parang galing nila. Will I do that? Parang napagganan ako sa sarili ko. And so just sharing that insight and sharing of, of history and point of view sa mata ng juice. bakit sila nahirapan kay accept fully si Christ. If, of course, may mali talaga yung Pharisees and Sadducees. Pero Just sharing that, that it really made me reflect recently. Lalo na kasi pasang awa ako sa quizzes namin. <laughs> yun talaga yun eh. No? Yung quiz talaga ang may kasalanan. <laughs> Pero wait lang. Diba the, diba the Jews though also were like very 
like they were waiting for a Messiah, right? Like, weren't they really holding on to that promise? Because that was in the scripture. It, yeah. Not, parang dun palang, may no, parang may nominal Jews. <laughs> parang ganun. So, it was being preached in the synagogue, but uh, the question is, were there people in the synagogue? Were, were they empty? But there were. Pero yun nga lang siguro, J. Paul, yung pagkaintindi nila, baka iba, no? Like, they were expecting for a political messiah. Tama ba? Of, of course, yes, they were. Yes. They were looking for a military. Pero, wala na rin talagang hope, eh. And not all were... Kasi nga, di ba yung prophets, the prophetic, uh, the priestly scripture, yung yung line na yun. Pagka, bakit nangyayari sa atin to? Kasi hindi tayo, kasi unpure un, un, tayo. Unpure. Kailangan tayo purify, purify, purify. So talagang nung time pa lang nilang yun, it was hard from the time of Ezra onwards. Um, it was hard for them already to fully be pure to God because nga nadumihan na sila. So, so it was really hard. At yes, if you're just talking lokong sa lo sa sinabi ng Diyos, mali talaga sila. Pero yung parang ngayon, di ba, sa Pilipinas, parang ang an daming political, bakit ba maraming mahirap, pwede kayo magtrabaho? Eh kasi, why are the poor poor? Kasi nobody taught them that they can be rich or they can get out of poverty. Y- y- yung mga ganitong social truths that are painful for the Jews na basically what I'm just trying to say is they were just in such hugot in life na wala na sila ng pag-asa na it was uh, the Messiah was just nice to have. Wait, if that happens, they okay. Pero yung hope in their heart, it was in their mind in a sense, in their scripture, the text, but it was not in their hearts anymore. So that's what I've been trying to babble about. I think I understand you know, what you pala. mean. I know, yeah. And I think I understand what you mean because just in the covenant conversations that we've been having on this series alone, we already saw how the chosen people were so quick to forget and they were so quick to turn to other gods. Mm. And so I can imagine how from the time of the prophets all the way to when actually Jesus came, that was what, maybe hundreds of years in yeah. Sabi. And so along the way, I could imagine how they would have lost hope. I mean, sure, they were studying their scripture. I understand that was like a Jewish tradition. Like they had to mm. memorize scripture and all of that. But it was really just going through the motions. Yeah, and maybe yeah. in their hearts, they didn't quite believe. Or when it actually did happen, it was very hard for them to believe that. Yeah. Combined mm. with, they had their own ideas of what this Messiah was going to be like. Um, as Burns just mentioned earlier, like they were waiting for a political figure. They were yeah. waiting for somebody who was strong and, you know, from a, a really impressive background and good looking. And actually, that was one of the more surprising things that I learned was that a lot of these things were prophesied about Jesus. Even the way he looks was prophesied. It's Abby, right? Yes. Can you can you maybe like you want to like maybe we can talk about yeah. the prophecies mm-hmm. that were that are not that well known because I, many people are familiar with the virgin birth was prophesied yeah, born in Bethlehem his, right um, his crucifixion mm-hmm. uh, maybe you know his resurrection and all those things oh, but the clothes the yeah the clothes mm-hmm. how they were the gonna um, draw lots and all that mm-hmm. how he you was gonna dignified drink vinegar you know all those things but I don't think people maybe know that even the way he looks was prophesied. There is no comeliness in him. Which part is that again? Which, which, um, Isaiah. Um, Isaiah, chapter 53. Verses 2 and 3. He grew uh-huh. up like a tender shoot. Mm. Right? Isaiah 53, verses 2 and 3, if I am not mistaken. Yep, yep correct. He, ito yung pinakamaganda doon. He had no beauty or beauty. majesty to majesty. attract to. Nothing in his appearance should desire him. Hmm. And yung next, alam na naman natin to, he was despised and rejected by a man men. A man of sorrows and familiar with suffering, like one from men, hide their faces. Isipin niyo po yun. Walang katangian o kagandahang makatawag pansin. Yung tipong pag dumaan, hindi mo man lang lilingonin. Pwede pa pag chicks may dumaan, hindi mo nag-adit. May question ako sa'yo dyan, Insta Abby. Okay yes. lang. 
Parang yes. ako, the way I understand that, it was referring to Jesus in his state of suffering. Kasi yung context niyan, suffering yes. servant. No, so yung there's no, hmm. there's no, there's no comeliness in him, pangit siya, sama nung pangit siya, no? I mean, hmm. there's no attractiveness, hmm. at, you couldn't be attracted to this person. I feel like it's uh, referring to Jesus when he's already experiencing the passion. No? Also, kasama kasi, mm-hmm. oo, kasi Jesus had a certain sense of charisma no? through his parables that we will be perhaps talking about in the future. Mm-hmm. He drew crowds. no, Thousands of people would come to him. So parang for, para, para sa atin who are studying the Bible, how can we reconcile those two, two things? No? On one hand, people flock around Jesus. Children, go to him. Let the children come to me for this is the kingdom of God as the Lord says. And then Isaiah is telling us, There's no point, there's no attraction. So for me, no, parang ako mm-hmm. nakikita ko, that particular phrase, the suffering servant, yes, it refers to Christ, but more specifically, during his state of passion and death. Mm-hmm. I don't know, what do you, what do you think in Sabi? Yes, kasama rin po yun. Kasi yung dinidiscuss dito at sinasabi sa prophecy, yung time ng sufferings talaga niya. But even in Jeremiah chapter 14, verses 8 and 9, sinabi dun, like a man taken by surprise, like a warrior. powerless to save. Yun din hmm. sa kanya. Kasi nga, wow. yeah. Totoo eh, naman din. Totoo din naman. Kaya nga, yes, marami mga tao na sumusunod sa kanya at first, it's true because hmm. of the miracles na ginagawa niya. The teachings. The teachings na meron siya, na amaze siya. Bakit na amaze yung mga tao sa kanya? And I want us to read in John chapter 7 verse 15. Nakababa ko ng Bible ko eh. Yeah. Ju- Is it? John chapter 7. Ito ba yung he teaches with authority? Tama ba yan? Kasama din po yun, pero uh, iba yung pagkakasulat dyan. The Jews there were amazed, were amazed and, asked, and asked how did, how did this how man get such learning without, without having, having been, been taught. taught. So talaga mm-hmm. na-amaze sila. Bakit? Kasi wala naman nagturo sa kanya. Hindi siya katulad dito mga Pharisees and teachers of the law. na expert talaga when it comes sa law ni Moses, sa mga scriptures. Pero sino na yung nagturo sa kanya? Colossians chapter 2, verses 2 and 3, sinabi doon na ang mystery ng Diyos ay si Jesus, in whom are hidden all the wisdom and understanding yes. of God. Yun yung kakaiba sa Panginoong Yesus. Kaya even yung mga disciples niya, mukha bang may mga pinag-aralan? Acts chapter yung iba four, meron. <laughs> yes, yung iba meron. Pero, Kung titignan natin, Acts chapter 4, verse 13, when they saw the courage of Peter and John, si Peter and si John specifically, and they realized that they were unschooled, hindi sila nakapag-aral, ordinary men, they were astonished and they took note that these men had been with Jesus. So unschooled, siguro, hindi, siguro, hindi ko alam kung as in, hindi talaga nakapag-aral, Pero maybe in the level ng mga nagtuturo of rabbis, yes. That time, yeah. ng, oo, ng mga rabbis, then hindi sila ka-level nila. Wala I, sa level nun. So ordinary men lang sila. Kaya ang hirap, it's true, mahirap talagang paniwalaan at that time ang ating Panginoong Yesus kasama yung mga disciples. At minority sila during mm. that time. So a probinsyano pa. Mm. Hindi lang like, parang hindi siya like For, for example, Manila, tas kausap mo si Buano, na parang probinsya, sentro pa din. Ito talaga mm-hmm. like Galilee, it was like 300 kilometers, malayo talaga siya. Mm-hmm. And, and the color of the skin, I mean, <laughs> hindi man sa race, pero kasi diba siya, dun time nila, mas maputi ka, means mayaman, kasi nga hindi ka naaarawan. Pero like mm-hmm. the Galileans are a little bit more olive skin, medyo mas galgadot skin, kasi nga nasa, nasa, Uh, kasi nakita ko sila eh. So, so doon ako nanggagaling. So, nakita ko kasi mga people from like Tel Aviv and, and Jerusalem. Mas maputi mm-hmm. kasi wala, mas malamig. Sa Galilee, far, fishermen, uh, agriculturists. So, yun nga, mas darker. So, alam mo kagad yung in that aspect. He, uy. Mm-hmm. Brother J, that was Brother J. Paul flexing his Holy Land trip. That was, that, that was what that was. <laughs> yes. Yeah, right. Judging you for judging me. <laughs> I'm sorry, go ahead, then stab me. Go ahead. Hi, Brother Burns. No, no, no. Quick lang. I just wanted to clarify, no? Naalala ko na pag-usapan natin to before. When we say, when we read in the Bible na ignorant, unlearned, it doesn't mean that these people are foolish, no? Kasi meron ding school of thought na 
okay, these people from the Bible, they are uneducated as we are. Wala silang mga degree and all that. Okay? In the first century uh, Jewish society, again, nabanggit din namin ni J. Paul many episodes ago, it's a norm in the Jewish culture to instruct everyone in the Word of God. So I, I just want to clarify, no, na in the scriptures, especially in the New Testament, when we read na they're not learned, no, they, na how is it that they speak with authority? Diba in one, alalan nyo yun guys, no, nag-preach si Jesus sa synagogue, he opened the scriptures, the book of Isaiah, and then people started asking, who is this man that he teaches with authority? No, and then they started questioning in John chapter 6 when he said that he is the bread that comes from heaven. Sabi nila, sino ba to? Di ba anak kaya ni Maria at ni Jose? No, uh, I just wanted to clarify na yung not learn and not, uh, hindi nakapag-aral, it doesn't mean tatanga-tanga or completely foolish. no? Because in the G- Jewish culture, all males and everyone, not just males, male and female, would have to go through Jewish uh, intensive training in terms of being familiar with the covenants, no yung Shema and all of these traditions of the Jew. So they're not completely clueless about scriptures, no? Perhaps what we are being told here, they are not in formal teaching positions such as the rabbis, no, the Sadducees and the Pharisees of that time. But it doesn't tell us that they are completely ignoramus. No, because there are modern scholars who tell us na these people, no, walang alam yung mga yan, unlike us in the modern time, that we are educated. No? So I just wanted to uh, put that clarification on the table. And the viewers can also mm-hmm. check that out by doing more research. I think kasi it's consistent that Jesus, the disciples, and all those people, that they were not uh, highly educated people. Yes, because they were Jewish, they did go through basic, you know, they were familiar. scripture. Yeah. yeah, they were familiar. Right, right. But they weren't scholars of their day. They weren't like yes. intellectual no. elites, right? And I find Parang that. Kami Hindi kami scholars. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and, lang tayo. <laughs> and I find that to be consistent with the way God works, I think, because God is always gonna choose someone who is unlikely, someone mm-hmm. who, you know, is because he wants to be glorified. It's never going to be about, oh, because this person went to this school and like, of course, he'll know that. No, it's always going to be, there is no way that this person could speak this way. It can only be God who is equipping. So that makes sense to me. I don't really have a problem with that. But I understand where Burns is coming from. Yeah. Yeah. And to add to what Sam was saying... <laughs> yeah, right. Ayunun <laughs> Jaypola. Anyway, just to add to Sam quickly, diba last time in emphasize ko din that God has this ten- tendency to choose the younger among siblings. Diba? Yung binanggit kanina ni Insta Abi that Saul was the first king, no? In 1 Samuel, I think 10, we would see that Saul was also the younger, no? Among the siblings. No? It's like God is saying, okay, I'm raising up a king. He's not someone you would expect, but I am anointing him. And that proves that his power comes from me, not through his own abilities. Yeah, yeah. That kind of thing. Kasi, kasi din, yung loss nung time na yun, the eldest gets the most. Eh. Yung the lion's share of wealth, of food, of whatever. So, kaya talagang God was in his divine nature flexing his love na itong mababa iaakyat ko. And which is really in the Gospels, yung, ma- yung mababa iaakyat ko, yung ma- mataas ibababa, yung mayabang, I will humble, and the humble, I will, I will set apart. Exalt. Oh, such a wonderful word. And Jeremiah <laughs> means exalted one. <laughs> so random. <laughs> Kasi prophets eh. So, yeah. Let's do takeaway time now. Um, I think... The thing that stood out to me most on this episode was kind of going back all the way to Adam when God started giving his covenant to the chosen people to the time of the prophets. I mean, we're not even like talking about Jesus's time yet. And, and already God's heart must be so broken. Like it must be powder. Like, you know, because the betrayal is so constant and the unbelief of the Israelites while they were in the desert. This is something that we've talked about in past episodes, but I think it's a good reflection for us because I think it's easy to look back at that situation and be like, wow, unbelievable. These guys 
had so many things happening right in front of their eyes, just miracle after miracle after miracle. And yet they could not believe and they disobeyed and they kept looking for other gods and all that. But um, I think that sadly is human nature. We're so quick to forget. And right when we start getting comfortable, we just forget about God. We've been doing this since the time of Adam. God has been trying over and over and over again to dwell with his people. And I think that's what the covenants are about. He has been wanting to dwell with the people the way that he originally intended to. But we haven't been able to do that with him successfully. And I really hope that things are going to take a turn at some it point. Will. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. In the next episode. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. So that's me for takeaway time today. Okay, who's next? <laughs> Siguro ako na. Uh, you know, we're, we're in this pandemic for two years, all, almost two years. And a lot of us, you know, forget the good times or you know, or just that God is good and powerful and made me realize lang kasi yung, like, imagine sa time of the prophets and siguro the story closest to my heart is the story of Jeremiah because I was named after him. So, like, 70 years of exile outside your land? Like, dude, that's, that's, that's harsh. And tayo parang two years palang a lot of us have given up on life. Or even if like our Doritos, that's why they're listening because their heart is they're still seeking God. But I'm pretty sure Doritos, you know at least one or two people who have just really like, na. I hate this life. And and it's really it's really hard to sustain the faith. And I guess for me the only way to sustain the faith is really to go down on your knees and say say to God, Lord, I can't do this without you. At least that's what works for me. And with all the problems left and right in this life, it's so easy to be like them. I guess that's where my heart is. I, I, I can be like that. I can be David. I can be Solomon. I can be yeah. all of them. And that's why I really need to be desperate for the mercy and love of God. The Holy Spirit... And, and I need God. I need a Savior. I need my Messiah. I need Yeshua. So that's, that's my takeaway. And you know, with the whole Solomon business, I feel like prior to doing this podcast, I really just knew him as the really wise king. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize that there was a betrayal in his story too. And about his thousand wives, like, do you think he got really OCD about the number? Like, 983 is so annoying. Like, I need to make it even. Like, like let's make it an even 1,000. Like, do you... Because <laughs> aside from Nahilig Shasa Girls, it was a political movie to grow the economy. That's why he mm. ended up getting married, married and married and married and married. So, parang, it's like, the lifestyle of King Solomon was very similar to ours. It was pushed by economy and uh-huh, uh-huh. wealth building. Power. Yun yung pinupush ng marami. So, yun lang. Anyway, wow, sorry, Burns. I wasn't expecting a serious answer to that question, but thank oh. you. Yeah. I'm a very okay. serious guy. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Ako yung input ko doon sa kay Solomon, pero hindi pa ito yung takeaway ko. I mean, mm. commercial lang, Sam, because you ask. Uh, and he will answer. <laughs> Go ahead. Kasi di ba parang you were thinking kung may significance yung 700, yung 300, o yung 1,000. So parang ako, I don't know kung may significance siya, pero we can surmise, we can parang assume na meron yung 700. Kasi yung talents of gold na meron si Solomon, did you know na dalawang places lang sa Bible nakalagay yung 666? One in Revelation and one in 1 Kings 10.14. No? Sa 1 Kings 10.14, sinasabi nakikita dito na Solomon received no uh, parang ay every year 666 talents of gold. Okay? So parang for pag-iisipin natin walang kinalaman niya ano okay tapos sa revelation nung ni-reveal yung 666 
around that verse where 666 was revealed, sabi ni John, we need wisdom to understand this. Eh, sino ba yung figure of wisdom in the Bible? Solomon. Si Solomon. So, anong pinag- sinasabi dito? The Solomon was given great gift, no? But meron siyang shiny, anong tawag doon? Shiny, shiny object syndrome. Shimmering splendid. Okay. Ay, hindi. Yeah. Shiny, shiny, shiny object, object syndrome. syndrome. Okay, what yeah. yes. Brother G was talking about okay. before. Uh, Alright, yung shiny object syndrome na nasilaw siya sa tatlong W eh. Weapons. Makikita natin sa Bible, nagparami siya ng weapons. Wealth. Nagpayaman siya, 666 talents of gold. And then, wives. No? So, all of these temptations, so, parang... Pasok mo talaga yung galing nun, ah, mnemonics. <laughs> it represented, kumbaga, the, perfect, the, the perfection of imperfection. And that what, that's what 666 means, di ba? Seven, as we have said, is the number of God's covenant. Because seven in Hebrew means Sheba. When, you, when God says, I'm making a covenant with you, if you read the original language in Hebrew, I am making a Sheba or I am making seven with you. No, kumbaga, anything that, be, that falls below seven... Okay, it's a sign of imperfection. In the Revelation, we see 666, sign of the, the, the mark of the beast. No? Now, in Old Testament, 666 symbolizes Solomon's failure to, to, to really you know, pursue what is the real treasures. Instead of the wealth here in this world, he could have gotten wealth there in heaven. Okay? Now, what is seven? Okay, 700 wives. For me, no, this is just my personal opinion. I'm not saying I've read this from, from church documents. I'm just thinking perhaps it's, it's God's way of showing us how Solomon turned his back from his original covenant with God, no? which is to be a king and a priest of the nation of Israel. Because seven is the covenant to a king. And what does a king do? He is anointed to become the father, the priest, and the king of a nation. But by disobeying God, he reversed that reality of seven and turned it into a curse. That's why he experienced covenant curses. So that's my interpretation. That, that, did that make sense to you, Sam? But seven is supposed to be a good thing, I thought you said. It is. But we, in our weakness, can turn it around and make it something that is undesirable for us. Okay, I think what just happened is we got a little glimpse at what our conversations are going to sound like once we actually get into the book of Revelation at some point. Yes. Yes, that yes. is, yeah, I think it's going to sound something like that. But very interesting. Of take course. Away. Yeah, take Nerdy. away burns. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, for me, the takeaway that I wanted to share for this particular episode is we have to reflect again. Now, paulit-ulit tayo, guys. Repetition is the mother of all learning. And God is a God of repetition. From the moment He created the world up until He redeemed it in Jesus, paulit-ulit yan, there are echoes, there are signs, there are numbers, there are events. And I want to emphasize that we have to keep on repeating what covenant means to us. Okay, We said that it's like a contract and we've been saying that it's more than a contract. Kasi ang kontrata, kapag ka yung isa kumalas na sa kontrata, okay, null and void na yun. No? Kung baga, di ba ganun yun eh? But in the, in the process with God, this is a covenant that He established with people. There is no way that the covenant will cease to exist because God is the one who gave it to us. We can move ourselves out of the covenant, but God's invitation will always be the same. My son, my daughter, whoever you are listening to the Narrow Door Podcast, I am calling you to my family. I am calling you to my kingdom. And this is present in your midst. God is inviting us to live in His covenant in a specific kingdom. way. And perhaps, no, in the next episode, that's what I will share with you. So yung takeaway ko medyo teaser dun sa perspective na share ko in the next episode. Because in the next episode, Insta Abi will be talking about God's covenant, the last one with Jesus, and I'll be sharing how this covenant is happening in the very midst of our lives today. Wow, quite the teaser, Burns. Looking forward to it. <laughs> um, Insta Abi, of course. I mean, as you know, the person who shared all of this today and got you know got this conversation rolling. Would you like to wrap it with something? Yes, my takeaway on this uh, topic. One thing that is very important to know about covenant is the result of keeping and not keeping the covenant. And we can see it or check in Deuteronomy chapter 28. There are 68 verses there. And the first 14 verses, 14 verses, ito'y patungkol sa blessings of those who will keep the covenant. But the rest, from verse 15 verses. to 68, ito yung curses or consequences 
of not keeping the covenant. That's why it's so important for us to know the covenant that we should keep. Pero makikita natin sa mga nakaraang episode, even ngayon, why God doesn't give up even until today. ba diba, ang tatag ng pag-ibig ng Diyos? Yun! Super! Kaya pag-ibig lang ng Diyos ang sakalam. Yes, pag-ibig <laughs> lang ng Diyos ang sakalam. Pero yun nga, kinakailangan nating makita gano'n ba kaseryoso. Seryoso talaga ang Diyos sa pag-ibig niya. Alam natin yun. Pero kailangan nating makita yung depth ng love niya. At the same time, makita rin natin yung consequences na pwede nating danasin if we fail to keep the covenant. Amen. Yes, it's true Amen. na ang Diyos, siya yung tapat. Siya yung faithful. Tayo yung mga hindi sumusunod. Pero, of course, there is a Bible there na kinakailangan nating makita ano yung plan ng Diyos, ano yung will ng Diyos so we can listen, accept, believe, and obey. Labo. Listen, accept, believe, and obey sa so, kung ano yung ginugusto ng Diyos. So, pag loves mo, dapat labo. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Ang corny, guys. Sorry na. Corny. I refuse to end this episode on a corny note. Do Para something. Na-oppress ako ng onte eh. Medyo na-oppress <laughs> ako. <laughs> oh, spiritual warfare. <laughs> Oh man. Okay. Please labo so that the Bible won't be malabo. Okay? So not malabo. To listen. Yes. Listen. I'm sorry. What? Listen. Accept. accept, accept believe, believe and obey. And obey. Yes. Alright. Labo. Yan lang ang malabong hindi katulad ng ex mong malabo. Yan lang yung malabo okay. na malabo. Okay. Better. Talaga. We can end on that note. Okay. Better. Better. Brother Jay. <laughs> Very good. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and you guys are enjoying the, the conversations on the covenant, this whole series, Road to Revelation. If you guys would like to get in touch with us for anything, you can email us at narradorpodcast at gmail.com. You can get in touch with our socials over at Hernandez at burnskaasi at carol.resho for you and Stabby. I'm just kidding. At I am Sam O for me. Of course, Unboxing Catholicism, Holy Sheep Podcast, and this <laughs> Revelation series that you guys are doing Insta Abbey. Yes. Um, Ginario. Exactly. That's oh a Yeah, we want to let everyone know about this. We will be holding a webinar series entitled Testimony on Prophecy and Fulfillment of Revelation, God's New Covenant. And here, we will discuss the book of Revelation, chapter. 22 chapters with 404 verses cover to cover. And we will be streaming live on YouTube and Facebook um, every Monday and Thursday at 9 a.m. So you can also join via Zoom upon uh, registering in the link provided. So meron din po kaming Zoom. So for more information, you can visit our Facebook page, New Heaven, New Earth PH. So we published, katulad na nakita niyo, articles on broadsheet newspaper already. And you can check the news coverage um, shared on the on our Facebook page as well. New Heaven, New Earth PH. So hope you guys watch it. Wow. Um, I, by the time this episode is published, your Revelation series would have started already. So Yeah, it will we'll, start on Monday. Right, right. So we'll put you know the links down below if you guys are interested. Check everybody out, please. And we thank you so much for joining us today on this Road to Revelation. So yes, we'll see you on the next episode. Bye, guys. <laughs>